This is the latest from your newsfeed. It's Friday, the 25th of August. Revelations that the Australian Electoral Commission will allow a tick to be recorded as a yes vote in the upcoming voice referendum, but a cross won't be recorded as a no vote have been slammed as unfair and favouritism. Opposition leader Peter Dutton plans to write to Commissioner Tom Rogers in protest, arguing such an arrangement will give a strong advantage to the yes case. Mr Rogers sparked the row by saying that while the ballot paper will ask Australians to write either yes or no in English, he says it is likely that a tick will be accepted as a formal vote for yes, but a cross will not be accepted as a formal vote. The Commission later explained that a cross was often used in official documents to signify agreement and therefore leaves it open to interpretation or challenge by a scrutineer. Rules requiring masks in New South Wales hospitals are set to be scrapped as early as next week, with the Minns government looking to end one of the last remaining COVID measures for good. The Daily Telegraph can reveal that Health Minister Ryan Park declared, I want to see masks rolled back in our hospitals. The Telegraph can also reveal that from next Friday, doctors will no longer be forced to report COVID cases to the New South Wales Health Secretary. Changes to the public Health Act, which will come into effect on September 1st, will mean COVID is treated legally like almost every other disease. In Victoria, footy fans will be able to dine at a high-class Italian restaurant or pub, play mini-golf and book a private function overlooking the Oval any day of the week under a major revamp of Marvel Stadium. A world-class renovation of Victoria's second-biggest stadium is taking shape at Docklands, with the first stage of a $225 million redevelopment reaching its final phase. The Herald Sun scored an exclusive sneak peek at the upgrade with AFL Chief Gillian McLaughlin and Executive Kylie Rogers showing off new areas that will greet fans for the start of next footy season. We'll be back after this. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has not met with her government's own human rights commissioner for nearly five years, with the extraordinary cold shoulder revealed as laws stripping children of their rights were rammed through Parliament. In a blistering criticism of the government's mockery of the parliamentary process, Queensland Human Rights Commission boss Scott McDougall said he had not met with Ms Palaszczuk despite repeated attempts. He warned the latest move to override human rights laws in order to hold young offenders indefinitely in watch houses and to declare those places youth detention centres meant captive male pigs now had more welfare protection than children behind bars. And in South Australia, a key person of interest in the investigation into the abduction of two girls at Adelaide Oval has been unmasked on the eve of 50 years on from their disappearance. The advertiser has obtained a picture of Errol George Radin, a man 
man who SA Poll were investigating over the 1973 disappearance of 11-year-old Joanne Ratcliffe and 4-year-old Kirsty Gordon. Raiden has an uncanny resemblance to the identikit sketch released in the aftermath of his disappearance. SA Police confirmed major crime detectives travelled to a Queensland prison where Raiden was incarcerated for other matters in 2019 to conduct inquiries. Raiden declined to be interviewed and died in a Queensland prison last year. And we'll have another update to your newsfeed tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.